Booyah! New Orleans Saints rookie Kendra Miller lets everybody know the New Orleans Saints, they gonna be all right for the first three game stretch without Alvin Kamara. We got all that and a little bit of land yet for you on this live postcast New Orleans Locked On Saints coming up for you right now. You are Locked On Saints, your daily New Orleans Saints podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is good, Houdat Nation and Houdat family? Welcome into another episode of Locked on Saints, your daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Saints, part of Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks so much, as always, for making Locked on Saints your first listen of the day every day. Don't forget, you can always subscribe and follow for free on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss the latest episodes. And of course, if you want to keep the conversation going one-on-one with me, you can head over to joinsubtext.com slash Locked on Saints. Take part in our exclusive film studies, Q&As, uh, inside information, game day chats, and much more. You also get an opportunity to join a community I would love for you to be a part of. As always, I'm your host, Ross Jackson, at Ross Jackson. Nola on Twitter, your New Orleans Saints expert, credential member of the media. You can find me as a senior writer and reporter over at Saints News Network, Sports Illustrated's fan nation site covering the New Orleans Saints. Every Tuesday on the Locked on NFL podcast and here with you every single Monday through Friday and then some on Locked on Saints. Today's postcast episode of Locked on Saints is brought to you by BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Go to BetterHelp.com slash Locked on to get 10% off of your first month. On today's quick uh, quick kind of recap episode of Locked on Saints, we're going to do this for about 10 to 15 minutes. Then I'm speeding over to WWL. So if you're coming over from Bleacher Report, you got me here. Then I'm going to be on WWL at like 1030 uh, Central Time. So you're going to get a whole bunch of Ross Jackson for your post-game coverage. And I'm very, very grateful uh, to be able to do all of that. So today, what I want to take a look at are uh, two big things. New Orleans Saints, they're going to be all right when it comes to their time without Alvin Kamara to open up the season. And we'll take a look at who took the biggest steps forward in today's preseason win against the Los Angeles Chargers. So to kick us off here, here's where I want to start. Kendra Miller just let the entire world know that every single one of those questions and doubts and all the things that there were around him and all of those things that everybody was concerned about around him, he let them all know, you ain't got to be worried about us. We going to be all right, as Kendrick Lamar would say. And I think that's what Kendra Miller was walking, Kendra Lamar, if you will, was walking off saying today because he made one of the most Alvin Kamara-like catches today in this preseason game down that left sideline I see the comment from Bionics Kendra is him I love it of uh, yes going right down that left sideline being able to get that pass which by the way was delivered beautifully by Jameis Winston down that left sideline making the contested catch looking it in over his shoulder remember this is a guy that caught like 28 30 passes during his career his entire career at TCU. And that was one of the biggest question marks around him was, is he going to be able to catch the football the way that he needs to, to be able to operate within a New Orleans Saints offense? Well, there's your answer. Clearly, he absolutely can. And what does he do the very, very next play? Runs it right up the middle through and into the end zone as well. A touchdown that he absolutely deserved to be given. So I love that they gave him that play call right off the bat. But when you look at having you know, uh, 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 an Alvin Kamara that's not going to be, you know, a part of your team 
for the opening three games of the season because he's going to be serving that suspension. You've got Jamal Williams back there, but who's going to be the change of pace back that can give you a little bit of everything, that can catch passes, that can get outside, that can run between the tackles, that can be tough, that can be that one cut back that has the breakaway speed to be able to hit the home runs as well. Kendra Miller, Kendra Miller, Kendra Miller, Kendra Miller. And if you haven't had the answer before, I think you got it today against the Los Angeles Chargers. That big catch down that left sideline was more than just a good play. That was a statement by Kendra Miller to let everybody know, say it with me, we going to be all right. That's what he's telling everybody about the New Orleans Saints. So I love that. I love, love that play for him. That's a big confidence builder for him too. That's a huge confidence builder for everybody that maybe had those question marks. Big confidence builder for the coaches that are looking at him and that know. Like I spoke with Joel Thomas, the New Orleans Saints running back coach, months ago. And I asked him a little bit about if they're concerned about Kendra Miller being able to translate to the NFL as a pass catcher, just as a pass catcher. And what he told me was that they're not worried about that at all. They can see it on film. They can see that he's able to do it. Now they just want him to do it more and do it consistently. Maybe add some of the subtleties to his route running, expand his route diversity, those things. But the big thing that they mentioned to me, and this is the thing I want you to remember, Mark Ingram was not a pass catcher when he showed up in New Orleans when he was drafted from the Alabama Crimson Tide. Latavius Murray was not a noted pass catcher when he showed up here in New Orleans after spending years with multiple teams, including, of course, the Vikings and the Raiders. But what did they do when they were here? Them boys caught passes. And they caught them some good passes. We also saw Kendra Miller do something that both of those guys did really well in this New Orleans Saints system as well which was pick up those blitzes coming from up the middle, around the edge, whatever it might be. So I'm really, really happy with the performance that we saw from Kendra Miller today. I think you want to see some of the other rookies answer more questions the way that Kendra Miller has. It just hasn't kind of turned the corner for a couple of guys yet. But there are a few players who did take their biggest steps forward. We're going to get to those that didn't in tomorrow's episode. But for today, I want to focus on the positives. Who took the biggest steps forward going today? And of course, one of them is one of the guys that we have not stopped talking about ever on the show, wide receiver Shaq Davis. We're looking at him and a couple others as we continue on with today's episode of Locked on Saints, part of Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode of Locked on Saints brought to you by our friends at Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is my favorite place to play fantasy for one simple reason, best Ball. Two words, one reason, best ball. Best ball is my favorite format. You draft just like you usually would in terms of a snake draft and things like that. However, instead of having to reset your lineup every day, instead of having to worry about trades and waivers and all that stuff, Underdog is just going to optimize your best possible lineup every single week. It's awesome. And right now you can get into their best ball mania tournament, which is the largest fantasy football tournament. $15 $15 million in total prizes for up for grabs, including an absurd $3 million going to the winner. Last year, the winner actually drafted their team in July, so don't wait around. Head over to underdogfantasy.com, and you can find them in their app store as well. Sign up with the promo code Locked On so that you can get your deposit doubled up to $100. It's Underdog Fantasy promo code Locked on. Today's episode of Locked on Saints also brought to you by our friends over at FanDuel. Feeling really good about the New Orleans Saints yet? Well, maybe it's time to go and check out some of those odds, whether it's the week one odds, whether it's the uh, whether it's the Chris Olave offensive player of the year odds, whatever it is that you want to get in on, FanDuel's got it for you. And right now they're making it even easier for you to win all season long because you can bet on one team as a Super Bowl winner and then win bonus bets every time they win throughout the regular season. 
You can then use those bonus bets on spreads, player props, over-unders, and so much more. Just visit FanDuel.com slash locked on today and start earning your bonus bets with America's number one sportsbook. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Let's get it, Houdat Nation. Wrapping up today's episode of Locked on Saints, our quick postcast episode. Take a look at who took the biggest steps forward for the New Orleans Saints in this preseason win against the Chargers, 22-17. to Well, look, we have to start off over on the offensive side for sure with my guy, Shaq Davis. Shaq Davis out of South Carolina State University. By the way, Kendra Miller was a winner. He did a lot of good things for himself today too, but we dedicated the first half of today's show to him. So I want to focus on Shaq Davis here. Shaq Davis uh, bringing in several catches throughout, including some clutch contested catches. And if you remember correctly, there were a couple of times, or really not even a couple of times, really what it is, is that if you really think about it, at the end of last season, one of the things that Dennis Allen really focused on was that the Saints would have been a better team had they had another contested catch threat on their roster after they lost Michael Thomas. Well, you saw a lot of contested catches from Shaq Davis today, didn't you? He had three catches on five targets for 63 yards, including a long of 42. He averaged 21 yards per catch. It was like having a big, tall Rashid Shahid out on the field. Um, But you saw him sky up, make some big plays. The big catch that he made towards the end of the game. He also had a touchdown that got wiped off the board because of Brian Edwards. You want to talk or Brian Edwards getting called for an offensive pass interference penalty. We're talking about somebody that didn't help themselves a ton today. That player would be Brian Edwards, considering that you also had guys like John Trey Kirkland and Shaq Davis helping themselves at the same position. So not a great day for Brian Edwards, but a fantastic day for Shaq Davis, a guy that if nothing else should make the practice squad for New Orleans so that they have somebody that they can call up when they know that they want a big bodied receiver that can win those contested catches. But right now with Traquan Smith seemingly missing from the entire planet Earth at the moment after, since his, his groin injury. We've seen Rashid Shahid. We've seen Keith Kirkwood, right? These guys are all around. And we know that guys like Michael Thomas, Chris Olave, and Rashid Shahid are making the, are making the roster. A.T. Perry has shown you a lot of good things. Kirk, Keith Kirkwood has shown you a lot of good things. And now you got Shaq Davis out here balling out. If the Saints were to keep those as their six wide receivers, I'd feel really good about that. Then maybe sneak John Trey Kirkland onto your practice squad so you always have that other speedster just in case you need to elevate somebody as a standard game day elevation or something like that from your practice squad and get him involved. I would love that look for the New Orleans Saints, but I love what we have seen so far from Shaq Davis. It's just awesome to be able to enjoy that. Um, Keith Kirkwood did not get many snaps today. I think they wanted to get a look at the uh, the younger wide receivers today, if he's if he suited up at all. He actually might've been one of the players to not suit up. I'll have to check that. Um, over on the defensive side, I have several winners. Guys like Peyton Turner and Ugo Amadi, Isaac Yadam, who had the big interception. Y'all know that I've always been high on him. Uh, Ugo Amadi, what I liked about him is that he showed you the punt return ability as well. Brian Brzee, who recovered that fumble that was forced by Peyton Turner. Jack Heflin, Nico Lalos had like three sacks in his game. So really what I'll highlight is defensive line depth. And when I talk about defensive line depth, I mean the guys that are the reserves, but also the guys that are going to rotate in. Like if we accept that the starting four on the defensive line are Cam Jordan and let's say Carl Granderson on the edge, and then Nathan Shepard and Colin Saunders in the middle, that means that guys like Brian Brzee, he's a rotational guy all of a sudden. Um, A guy like Peyton Turner, who's really turned the corner. Peyton Turner, the corner. He would be a rotational guy in this offense, in this defense. Uh, uh, Tano Passio would be a rotational guy. Malcolm Roach would be a rotational guy, right? So like those guys all qualify as depth, 
even though you know they're going to get mad snaps in 2023 because they are on that defensive line and everyone on the defensive line plays, right? Like we've seen that over and over again for New Orleans. So I love what we saw from the New Orleans Saints defensive line depth, which kind of is the foil to what we saw from the New Orleans Saints offensive line depth that didn't perform up to the standard that you would have liked to have seen. So coming up in tomorrow's episode, that's what we're going to focus on. The offensive line, Lucas Kroll, Brian Edwards, some of these guys that didn't necessarily help themselves here this week, including one rookie that we still haven't seen show up in game time just yet that you'd love to see. So we're going to break that down in tomorrow's episode. That's going to wrap us up for tonight. I'm heading over to WWL TV right now. You can catch us at 1030 live on channel four. Make sure you go and check that out. But I appreciate y'all very, very much for being here for another episode of Locked on Saints and another quick postcast episode. Have a fresh and full episode up for you tomorrow morning-ish around 9 a.m. or so. Uh, But really, really looking forward to being able to continue to break this one down. We'll look over film, all that good stuff as well. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all so much for making Locked on Saints your first listen of the day every day. Don't forget to come back tomorrow where we're going to go even deeper into this game as well as take a look at the players that didn't necessarily help themselves and need to do more. Thank you, as always. Make it Locked on Saints a part of your day, part of your routine for saying yes to me and the show. As always, if you see me, say hi. And if you need anything else around your New Orleans Saints in between these episodes, make sure you follow me on your favorite social media at Ross Jackson Nola, N-O-L-A. Hit me up. Let me know how the family's doing. Let me know how you're living. Let me know how you're mom and them. And trust you, that nation, I'll holla at you.